Good afternoon everybody and welcome to the Regen ID Wedding Show. It is day 56 of South Africa's lockdown and it is a beautiful day here in Jeffreys Bay. And um, yeah, we've got a guest today. Jane from InFood. Yes. I, I think for most people in the Eastern Cape, she doesn't really need any introduction. Yes, so. a very well-renowned um, restauranteer and a caterer, professional in her business. And the um, best coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, this afternoon, before we speak to Jane, we're going to just quickly recap on wedding films that we started the discussion in episode six. So there was one thing that we didn't talk about and we actually got a question about it. So it's all about the additional footage. So we explained that the new way of doing a wedding film and the way that we actually like to do a wedding film is to take all the most amazing parts of the day. Uh, all the nicest phrases, moments, intimate moments, joyous moments, and mix them with beautiful music into what we call a wedding film or a short film. Those are normally about five to seven minutes in length, but what happens to the rest of the footage? So obviously there's about five, six hours, sometimes even more footage collected on the day. So we offer all our clients the option to get what we call a ceremony edit or a reception edit, and sometimes even a speeches edit. And all that essentially is, is just the chronological flow. If you talk about the ceremony, it's from the moment the bride enters the ceremony, whether that be a church or at a venue or, or anything, or on the beach, etc., to the confetti. And then in terms of a reception, from where the couple walks in to whatever is the last event, whether that be the throw of a garter and the bouquet, or if they send off with sparkles, sparklers, or something like that. So we call those a reception or a reception in a ceremony edit. And then sometimes clients also request a, um, an extended edit. So that's in essence a mix between an old style wedding video and a modern film where you kind of do the film type edit, but instead of doing it five to seven minutes, you end up doing maybe a 15 or a 20 minute edit. So that's another alternative that's, that's also available. So just to clarify to everyone, those options are available. Most videographers and photographers, in this case videographers, um, offer these various options. It's best to discuss with them. And if you are interested to have us film your wedding, talk to us and we'll explain to you all the various options available. Um, I think one thing to note, uh, just to keep not the boredom away, but to keep ourselves a bit of challenge, we also played around with the setup. So, <laughs> tell us if you like this better than the previous setup. This is, this is my setup and the previous one was AD setup. So, um, she likes the, the other setup more. So, give us your feedback in the comments below. <laughs> that would be interesting. Okay, but enough about that. Um, we would like to introduce um, Jane of InFood. And let's get her on the Zoom call. Good day, Jane. Thank you so much for joining us on the Regen ID Wedding Show. Um, you are a well-accomplished restauranteur in the town. And we would just, if you can introduce yourself to the um, viewers and to our yeah, clients. So, and share with us your journey. I think you're, you, you've got quite an astonishing journey in terms of restaurants and catering and all those sort of things. So maybe just share a little bit about your history. Okay. Yeah, I do. I have a very rich past in catering, more so in catering than in restaurants. 
Um, I used to have a catering company in Cape Town for about uh, 10 to 15 years. I can't really remember. It was so long ago. And um, we did large events and it was a very successful catering company to the fact that I thought I should really try and tone down, find something smaller. And then I decided to come to Jeffrey's Bay, a small town, and got involved with everything that I didn't know what and how to do. And one of them was baking and the other was coffee. And I challenged myself and I thought, okay, let's learn things I've not learned before. And it started there in Jeffrey's Bay for me where I opened up in food and in food was about two to three years old where I just grew it into more of a restaurant. Never had run a restaurant in my life before and kind of enjoyed it. It was a bit of a rush. And then after that, um, the bakery grew, the coffee side of it grew. And then I um, ended up opening up a roastery and another restaurant. And currently, <laughs> um, we have four restaurants in town. And over and above that, I've got an incredible team of chefs in each restaurant that edged me to go and open up the catering side of my business, which I thought, okay, nice idea. Let's keep them innovative and excited about their work. And that's how the catering sprung off. And we started doing weddings and lots of outside events, but weddings specifically is what they enjoy doing. And I love um, specializing in that now. Okay, that is wonderful. Um, Jane, um, what, what would you say would be your best advice for a couple in choosing um, caterers for a wedding? I would say that um, if, they, if they didn't know the caterer, and they were in the vicinity of where the um, where the venue and the and the wedding was going to be or the event. Um, I would have said try and get a tasting. Through a tasting, sit down. You'd get the feel of what the caterer does, um, how he cooks his food or she cooks his food, presents it as well, um, the plate or the kind of buffet. And I I know that when we get a chance to do that we hook, line, and sink the customer straight away. And that's the what you need a, a, a quick closing and a confident bride after that. Yeah, that, that we would definitely agree with. And we were fortunate enough to have been um, photographers on some of the weddings that you've catered for. And ourself can just say that your food is always of the utmost, utmost, highest quality and always looking beautifully and I think it's just a pity for us that we don't we don't often a wedding get a chance to really savor the food you know we, we see it and then when we come back from the shoot it's all gone so we never really get a chance to, <laughs> to enjoy it but we know everyone else is enjoying it so that's the most important thing yeah um, uh, I would have also said um, Adi and Rick the advice another point of advice as well is just to to ask for references you know ask as many people um, had they heard and had they seen what the caterer actually has done in the past? And most caterers have pictures. So ask them to send pictures on WhatsApp of past events that they've done before. That's a really good tool as well. 
Definitely, yeah. Image, image references. And we, 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 in any case, we eat with our eyes mostly, you know. So if it looks good, it, exactly. it, should, taste, it should taste good. So. Yeah, and and you and you guys definitely have the skill to make it look like a a, face, a festive table or a yeah. Um, Jane, exactly. Um, what would you say mainly um, if if a client comes to you? Obviously, budget is always of concern to everyone, um, and they would play you off against a family member doing the, the wedding catering versus a professional caterer. You must have been in a situation like that. What, what is your opinion about that? We are often in a situation like that. In fact, we have made sure that when we've been asked, can my brother do the, the starter and um, my mom do the dessert and you just do the main, I, I never allow it purely because the starter um, could be late. <laughs> it also could be um, not hygienically prepared. Um, and then, you know, the caterer's name really is attached to everything. And I think the guest at the wedding always remembers that, oh, in food was the caterer. And therefore, you've got to do the entire thing and you've got to convince your client that that's the way it should be. Otherwise, use your family to do the entire thing. But Again, it's dodgy. You fall out with family and that's, that's a bad thing. We, we always, even with, with, with the photography side, often get to a point where people say, oh, no, but my, my cousin have a camera. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Yeah. I shan't, we know a Bob. Yeah. Uncle but, but Jane, Jane, I think, I think just to highlight for all the viewers there, we, we were at a wedding once where family actually catered and the bride had decided to take um, group photos with all the tables as they go to dish up. And lo and behold, when it got to the point where the bride and groom had to eat, there were no food left. There were literally no food That's left. That's my point. And, and we were out on a farm far away from town. There was no backup plan or anything like that. And, you know, it's actually, it can happen. Yeah. I think people should be warned that if, if it's the same for us. I mean, you always try and convince there's a reason why a professional service costs more. But I mean, it's in the planning, it's in the preparation, and it's in the backups that we all put in place to make sure that things happen as they shoot. And, and yeah, that, that was just a big shocker for us. Yeah, totally, um, Rick. And then, you know, um, you don't know how your, your auntie or your brother's going to put out your buffet table. Um, and it could be just this bunch of um, chafing dishes that are all solidly silver and then you open it up. Um, you don't know how long he's going to have cooked this, the food. And, oh, it's a disaster just um, seeing gray meat and, and unappetizing things underneath there. And there's one thing that I know, and this is a fact, that at any wedding that I've ever catered, it's always the food they go and talk about. It's yeah. hardly ever the flowers, <laughs> but it has to be there. But it's always about the food. And if you don't do a good job, that wedding memory is tainted. So I put 110% of my entire workforce and energy into presentation, into food, into styling, you name it, to make sure that that bride ends up having every guest saying, oh my gosh, we had such a gorgeous meal. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, think, I think that's yes, an incredibly important point is... because we've been fortunate to photograph many, many weddings over the years and, and you are 100% correct. 
when people walk away at night, normally the, the comment is always related to the food. Always. And if the food was great, then obviously the memory is going to be great. If the food was average, the memory will be average. So yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Get a professional. And habit. you know, yeah. And one, one lot, well, not maybe last, but one other thing is also um, as a caterer, have a reputation never ever to have run out of food at a wedding. And that is our reputation. I'd rather have way too much than too little or even the, the slightest nervousness that, oh, you know, it's the last um, piece of meat. Let's, you know, do a Bible story on that. <laughs> you know, the fish and the, and the loaves. <laughs> it's too nerve wracking at an event like that and not professional. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, Jane, um, you recently opened a, a new um, restaurant, Roastery. Yeah. Um, is there any plans there concerning the wedding industry? Can we talk about uh, it? Yeah. Aidy, that's, that's going to be our little ace um, up the sleeve when we come out of lockdown. I am dying to grow that little one. Um, at the moment, it's got the most awesome sea um, uh, uh, landscape. We're on the sea there and... In fact, the monies that we had made in our last season were going to go towards a marquee and I was going all out to do weddings, small weddings on that beautiful um, terrace of ours down there. But again, after lockdown, when we've made a little bit more money, we'll get that going and, uh, and we'll um, have the most beautiful venue. That is that for us is so exciting because out of a photography point of view, obviously you know the potential of that site. And then even out of a wedding day and time point of view, where you have Main Beach uh, a couple of steps away to do the shoot, um, it is just the perfect setting. We are excited yeah. with yeah. you for that. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be... Um, Again, uh, something different. And I think um, when, when people have um, choices, then uh, having their caterer being the actual in-house person as well, it makes a lot of sense. There's a, not too many consultations that need to take place. It's with one person and that would be my, my team. Um, Jane, out of a planning point of view, um, time-wise... Mm -hmm. How long do you usually have to book? How long does a client usually have to book in advance with you guys doing catering? Um, uh, you're doing catering. That's the first question. And then do you have more than one team that, that can do multiple weddings on a Saturday? I mean, we're a, a, a town, but we're surrounded with a lot of beautiful wedding venues. venues. Yeah. So you often get that. Mm. Well, last December, we somehow um, triple booked ourselves. One was a very small wedding. I won't mention the, the, the venues that we were at, but they were at least about 50 Ks from each other. Uh, so I sent one team to that one. Um, I did the second one and the third one was done by my, by my head chef um, as well. So we've got enough vehicles, we've got enough infrastructure, even um, if it was offsite and we had no facilities we've also got all the equipment that we need to to execute that so we're, we're a very strong team um and my speciality um is actually coordination so although i don't cook as much as i used to which i used to love 
I now coordinate and and my, my team is of chefs are phenomenal. So I've got immense trust in them and to send them off and do a job is, is a pleasure. Okay, Jane, what is the, the um, furthest that you guys go for weddings? Um, what is, do you have a, a region or a, or a radius? A radius? We didn't have one until December <laughs> when we were asked to go to Pearson, which was a four and a half hour drive away from Jeffreys Bay. And Adi, this must have been my, my most um, intense wedding because it was for 280 people on a farm with no facilities. And they asked us to take a five tier wedding cake. So I have no idea how I was thinking at the time when I took this on, but I just knew that I needed to execute it. And that farm was 36 degrees on the day that we arrived. This is near Hrofrenet. So that cake had to be put out strategically at the right time in that marquee that was completely wind. It was see-through windows. So it was like a little hot box. But Rick, the most amazing part of that um, uh, wedding was the fact that 20 minutes before the bride came from the little chapel that's in the town, which is only five minutes drive away, a big hurricane came and it, we had this entire harvest table on the lawn where she wanted it. The bride wanted her harvest table out there. We moved that entire harvest table within seven minutes into the inside venue before that hurricane actually hit us. It was a sandstorm. So it would have been ruined had I not had enough people there. That function took 25 staff members just to get there, never mind the food and the wedding cake. <laughs> so that was our biggest challenge um, in Pearson on that wedding. That's that is, uh, look, anyone else, if there was anyone else, they wouldn't have been able to, to pull it off. No, that's impressive. For sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, it does make me wonder about myself and the challenges I put myself through. <laughs> but we all like, we all like to, to push the boundaries. I mean, that's the only way you learn. I mean, if you, if you didn't take it on, you would have never known you were able to do that. You know, so one needs exactly. to push yourself constantly. Yes, and there is nothing average about you and your <laughs> team <laughs> yeah so, and i think i think just in closing is there any other tips or tricks that you would like to share with brides and grooms planning their big day uh, we all know it's under lockdown so a lot of people had to postpone but it gives them extra time to plan and maybe rethink a few things you obviously learned a lot through your years just general tips that could help them to simplify things because i think we found over the years that with all due respect to any bride they sometimes overcomplicate, um, you know, the, the planning process. And there's a lot of things that you can simplify to make your own life easier and to make the day flow better. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think you've just hit the nail on the head there and, and the word simplify is it. Um, try and think of your guests that are coming and also how quick can the caterer execute what you've asked them to do. So, for instance, we have a record of an eight minute service level of a plated meal. For 120 people, it takes us eight minutes to get a hot plate of food to the last person. So that's important. And you need to know that your caterer, caterer is capable of doing that. Otherwise you're gonna have your last guest getting their food 40 minutes later when the first guest is now finished. So those tips um, are very, very important. Choose a plated meal that is simple, but a wow factor that your guest 
when it arrives at the table, just goes, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So it's eat with your eyes first, and then also just check out the execution and that your caterer is capable. Okay, I think that's another very valid point you made. We, we often have a wedding a reception that's, that's planned with roughly 30 minutes max for the main course. And in the last few months, we've been at a few weddings with plated meals where it took over an hour to have 100 people served with their plated meal. And that creates havoc with the whole night's planning. And then they want to continue with the speeches. And then from a photographer or videographer's point of view, it's a nightmare for us because you're trying to photograph over the floor and constantly you have people walking across with food and plates um, and you can't yeah. stop them. So, yeah, I think a lot of brides don't realize how long it takes to plate the meal and not all caterers can do what you just said. Rich, one other thing just for your, for your clientele and people that are watching is um, also make sure that your caterer has professionally trained staff because it's really all about the staff taking that plate out, that they know where they're going and your coordinator is on the ball. Without the staff that I've got and the way that we've trained them, I wouldn't like to tackle any wedding without them. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. For sure. <laughs> well, Jane, thank you very much. I mean, that it was awesome chatting to you. And I mean, you know, even for me, I've, I've learned something today, you know, in terms of, you know, how it works on the catering industry. And I think that's been the most interesting for me these last few days that we've been doing these, these chats with our vendors. There's so much more going in and happening in the back, back end side that no one is aware of, but that's what makes a, what distinguishes a professional service from an amateur out there. And it's no disrespect to anyone else, but I mean, if you want to have your wedding run smoothly, get the professionals to do that. And then you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy your wedding. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> like, well, it's, you're doing such a lovely job. I'm excited about your episodes. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll share it with you shortly. <laughs> Thank, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. We know you are currently in your kitchen and you've got staff there preparing your frozen meals and you, that you, your businesses are open. We all are so thankful to have um, services like yours in town. Um, our family all lives in Pretoria. They are very jealous <laughs> of us. Just because we, not because of the sea in the background, because of in-food in town. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we thank yeah, you so much. It was so thankful. thankful to have you. Thanks, Jane. Cool. Jane, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate your time. Um, yes, we, we, we knew how good you and your team were, but that Pearson story... <laughs> Broad perspective on it. <laughs> Not it's any impressive. team that could handle uh, a challenge like that. And um, I, I'm sure the entire town um, wish you luck in your new endeavor with the um, the roastery site or, or roastery site that's um, doing a venue option for um, weddings as well. And we wish you all the luck in that new venture. Thank you very much, Jane. Thank you very much. Remember to subscribe and remember our giveaway when we get to a thousand subscribers, a Riechen 80 family lifestyle or a couple shoot to the value of 3000 Rand. So please subscribe and like our video and leave us some comments below. See you next time. Goodbye.